Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Tis the season for festive football. And the best way to watch it? Down at your local Green King Sports Pub, of course. After all, Christmas is a time to catch up with friends old and new. So get the team to your local for refreshing pints, delicious food, and live action of every Christmas cracker. Every fixture from TNT, Sky, and Amazon is live at Green King Sport. That means wall-to-wall action on our huge HD screens. Head to your local Green King and watch every winning goal, top bins volley, and dodgy VAR decision in an atmosphere worth sharing. Download the Green King Sport app and you'll receive 10% off drinks every single time there's sport on the telly. Gentlemen, Spurs fans around the world, boys and girls, welcome to another Spurs show. And this is a special one. It's our Christmas special live from the legendary Dingwalls in London's Camden Town. Welcome, everybody. I've got three esteemed guests with me tonight to uh, assess the state of play in the world of Tottenham Hotspur. First of all, at the other end of the table here, my co-host at the Spurs show, the head honcho, the big cheese, Mr. Mike Lee. Good evening. Good evening, everyone. Thank you, Theo. Sitting to Mike's right, a regular on the live nights, legendary journalist, Mr. Jerry Cox. Thank you, Theo. What a great intro. Always happy to be here. And with me... To my left, an absolute legend, DJ, Mr. Good Times himself, the great Norman Jay. Well, thank goodness we won yesterday, otherwise, what a terrible atmosphere we'd have here. But 
But we didn't just win, we won big. We finally, it finally came good. We've had a few weeks without playing teams, especially at home, and not winning. And there we were yesterday. We absolutely ran rings round the barcodes of Newcastle United. And I felt finally got what we deserved. What did you make of it, Mike? Well, I mean, it was interesting that with the results we've had recently... Yeah, a few people were wobbling. Again, you know, the Spurs show Facebook group could be quite a toxic place. Always oh, gone by Christmas. All this craziness. <laughs> the one person who truly believes in the project is Postacoglu. If you know anything about him, we had John Grecian on early in the season who written a great book about Postacoglu, his previous jobs. He's had his highs and lows wherever he's gone. Japan, he struggled. Celtic struggled early on. The one person that will play the same way every time and not compromise at all is our coach. And we saw that. Um, we saw that the weekend. We went out absolutely fantastic what an amazing first half lovely to see Richarlison back in his actual position that uh, I think he was pretty much bought as a backup to Kane they thought maybe Kane might have gone previously um, Postacoglu came out in the press conference and said we played him on the left to manage this injury that this obviously he's had the operation now and he was in the right place at the right time for two of the goals and um, again the second half we kept going you know there's previous well, God knows Spurs at 2-0 is it safe at 3-0 is it safe we just keep going we just keep going for more and more goals and this is the Tottenham now we're seeing so it's an absolute joy it really is fantastic I mean Richarlison hopefully that that uh, operation that little operation is a turning point he certainly does look rejuvenated doesn't he yeah. Norman, I know with your incredibly busy schedule that you don't get to see Spurs every game. And I know that yesterday was the first time you saw them at home this season. So I'm intrigued to know what you made of them, the new Postacoglu model Tottenham Hotspur. Well, I didn't know too much about him, uh, really. Hadn't done my homework on him. Uh, but what I was hearing from friends of mine whose opinions I respect about football, particularly about Tottenham, is that this guy is going to bring you something different. And it was a few weeks before I'd heard one of his interviews, and I knew then, and I can honestly say this hand on heart, I like this guy. I think he gets us. Because to be perfectly honest, I've been fed up, like a lot of Tottenham fans, with the, the previous managers. I think there was a, not a lack of respect, but... I don't think a lot of the squad bought into that whole defensive um, Italian way of doing things. And he was, to me, like a breath of fresh air. Plain speaking English. That's what the dressing room needed. That's what the dressing room responds to. Now, I've seen my first home game. Love that. Um, and just when the players came out I was thinking to myself the last um, previous um, defeats that we'd had strangely I was unmoved I, was, I wasn't bothered by that years ago one game down you think ah oh, Tottenham two games down ah oh, they've gone all Spursy but personally speaking you know even after three defeats I wasn't disillusioned by what I'd seen I still haven't bought into the, the playing out from the back thing entirely I think that's, you know, um, we forgot what we were doing. That's how Newcastle scored. 
we gave it to them. A little bit of switching off. But so long as we're playing a brand of football that I haven't seen over Tottenham in years, and more importantly, it's the mood that's around the club. I can honestly say, as someone who hasn't even been, you know, been supporting this club <laughs> since I was that big, there is a freshness, there is an air of expectancy, and it starts with the football that we're being served. I love it. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear because it's good because you came to it fresh yesterday. So it's interesting to hear, mm. Jerry. So many good performances yesterday. Who stood out for you? Well, it's hard to hard to pick out one really because I was I was doing a match report and you have to give marks out of ten. The Newcastle ones were easy to do. <laughs> Kieran Trippier. I mean, we used to love him, but yeah. boy, he had a poor, poor yeah. game yesterday. Thankfully, uh, so he was a five straight away. Uh, for Spurs, it was sevens, eights, and nines, and and tough to pick them. I mean. Richarlison, two goals, and not just the goals, the the tenacity. He was he was coming back deep into mid into the you know centre circle, winning balls. He yeah. he's got that hunger, you know. He really, but he's fit again. He looks properly fit. So that's that was great. Two goals and everything else. Sonny as well. I thought Basuma was back to his best. Saar was sensational. If anyone reads my report. Pedro Poro only got a seven in mind, but actually looking back on it last night, watching Madison, because you, you do these on the, on the you know, minutes yeah, to after do them quickly, the game. Yeah. Yeah. Watching it back again last night, Pedro Poro, was that, that's definitely his best game in, in a Spurs shirt. Yeah. So there were lots of good performances. But I think the thing that stands out for me above the... I mean, I, w- I was one of those, not, not doubting Ange Postacoglu by any measure... I was just thinking, are the players really up to what he wants from them? And after the previous couple of games, well, Thursday night's game, let's not mention it too much, but after that I'm thinking, have we got the players for this? You know, is he, Are they really got it? And the, the, the response yesterday was fantastic. And what was, to me, what was most significant was afterwards, and all the talk about Newcastle with all their injuries, you know, like Spurs, 10 injuries, 10, 10 first-team players, sort of, or 10 players that would be, you'd expect to play probably injured and uh, for the first time Postacoglu has had a month or more to talk about the injuries and he hasn't said a word he hasn't used that excuse mm. and yesterday afterwards on the back of a win he said well look maybe I've been a bit harsh on our players I, I won't let them use injuries as an excuse um, but we have been, you know, he said decimated after the Chelsea game. And he said, I know what Newcastle are going through. If you're not 100%, if you've got a couple of players out, you are going to struggle in this Premier League. Mm. And to hear him say that, I thought he's been protecting the players. And he's also, he, he's absolutely right. The timing was perfect. It's almost like everything he says, you, you, you sort of, you buy into it. You believe it. You think this, I, I know what this guy's saying. I respect it. And if we, as cynical journalists, think like that, and fans, you know, we've seen it all, um, then the players must, must absolutely respond to that sort of leadership. So I, I thought, for, for all the great performances on the pitch, again, Postacoglu, massive, 10 out of 10. Man of the match. Yeah. I mean, the extraordinary thing is that if you look at how well we were going, of course, we were unbeaten, I think, in the first 10 games. In fact, we won eight of them. That maybe uh, you could make a case for the two most outstanding players uh, amongst many, many great uh, performers were Madison and Van der Ven. And we're still without them and we're going to be without them for a while. So actually, if we can play like that yesterday without them, when we get them back, you start to think, well, you know, maybe we can, we'll start 
winning almost every game again. You, you, you do rather feel that. But unfortunately, the only thing is, maybe all these injuries clear up, but we've got, these, um, we've got the African tournament and the Asian tournament coming up in January. That is going to rob us of Bissouma, Saar, and those two being together, I thought was a crucial thing yesterday because they hadn't played together as a pair for some weeks, had they? And that really made a difference. And we're also going to lose Sonny. How much does that worry you, Mike? You look worried. Well, no, I mean, we're talking, Jerry, you, you've looked into it. This Asian Cup in Qatar, it's, he's, he could be out for six weeks. Yeah, if they I mean, go all the way, yeah. he I, goes on New Year's Day and could be out to like mid-February, you said. Well, the, the tournament runs mid-January to mid-February. Right. There's, there's a couple of, at least one warm-up game in the, in the middle of, uh, in January in Abu Dhabi. So I think the New Year's Eve game against Bournemouth is his last one. Right. South Korea, the, easily the best team in their group, so they, they'll right. go through, and one of the best teams in the competition. They could go right through to the, to the right. final, really, and that goes on till I think, the 14th of February. So that's, that's not great. I mean, it's what we signed up to, I suppose, when, when you sign players from, from Asian countries. The, the annoying thing is, like everything else, you know, I was looking at that thinking, well, why isn't this tournament, why isn't they, FIFA done this, you know, coordinated calendar? And the tournament should have been in the summer last year, but, and uh, in China. But because of COVID, they can't guarantee play, uh, countries coming in, restrictions. So they had a redraw. Uh, Qatar won it, but of course they can't play it in the summer. It's way too hot. So they're playing it in the middle of our season. So as well as AFCON, you've got the Asia Cup. And, you know, to be honest, we are, as a, Tottenham are going to suffer much more than any other Premier League side from losing a key player to that tournament. I think AFCON is slightly different because lots quite of, a lot of the top of clubs teams, have yeah. players who are going to be playing in that. But, yeah. but the Asian Cup, uh, Spurs are really good. The, 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 the African players are, more, you know, to lose Basuma and Saar, who have been two of the star players this season as well yeah. but, it's, but it's interesting again reading about Postacoglu wherever he's gone there's always a churn of players there's always he looks at all the players normally a lot of the senior players don't buy into the new style because it's nuts yeah. there's no positions you know with a bombing ahead fullbacks you know Sark you know scores and what's he doing there yeah. but you can see the players that have... Ben Davis, I thought, was fantastic as yeah, well. Absolutely. Underrated yeah. this season. You look at Dyer. I know Dyer's been injured. Maybe Dyer hasn't bought into it as much. That's why he's not seen. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens in the transfer window. Which players are just, you can go. Yeah. And there could be some surprising ones there. Mm. And surely now, you said with these replacements and stuff. And I mean, we were all talking last week on the show about surely we're going to try and get Ivan Tony. We need a centre forward. We need a centre forward. Maybe now, the way he came out in that press conference, picking up with Charleston, maybe he thinks there's your centre forward. Yeah, I mean, presumably we will go into the market, given that it's his first, well, it's probably his second window, I suppose you'd say, but he's now had a chance to assess the squad. And we've got the new recruiters there now, haven't we? We've got, we've got the, a whole uh, the new team guy yeah. there, Lang, and mm. so this is their first window, presumably. Are you hearing anything, well. Jerry, about what we might do? Not, not, nothing official, but I, I think um, they, they know they were short of a centre-half going into the season, of backup, yeah. certainly. Yeah. And Van der Ven's injury is obviously really causing them a problem. Romero's was self-inflicted and 
Yeah. You know, what do you think about Romero? Because he could have, concerns could have got me. a red. Could have got a red if, yesterday. Yeah. If he hadn't, if he hadn't done that tackle yesterday, you'd give him a bit of a chance. But that tackle he did yesterday, that could have been another red. Yeah. And that you was know, a, that would that then be a f- once or twice. I know. Every game. And that was gonna, That would be a yeah. four match ban. Yeah. And they're going to be looking at him because he got away with one. So. Still a, I mean, still it's a, a shocking tackle. Wasn't it? it's one of the worst tackles I've he seen this get, season. Absolutely, he did yeah. get caught totally in mitigation, and it's no excuse mm. for the tackle. But everyone's on his case. Mm. There was one incident earlier on where he went down a bit injured, and Joe Linton had come through and caught him on the mm. ankle. Right. So you know he gets them. It's the heat of battle, and players do it. But yeah. he does have a. a well, I think, but players target him because they know they'll get a reaction. That's yeah. that's our whole. Uh, he could become a liability. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think our whole, if not already, the whole season more or less fell apart, albeit hopefully temporarily, yeah. because of they got to him in the Chelsea game. Yeah, they got to him. They wound him up. And it was, uh, I'm, I'm certain that was their plan, and it worked a treat because he's so easily, he's got a screw loose, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. He's unhinged. I thought <laughs> we need one like that, though. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Great, Graham Roberts was a little bit, a little yeah. bit nutty, wasn't yeah, he? But, you know, I you don't think, him in your team. Yeah, I don't think Graham Roberts was, was silly. I, I, don't, think I he, don't think he was I think malicious I saw, in, in, in that way. I saw a pre season friendly, Spurs played Rangers, yeah. and Graham Souness was player manager of Rangers. Oh. And Roberts, Roberts. Sooness sort of stood on the ball near the touchline, and we were right, right behind it. And and you could, it was almost like this sort of cartoon when a bull is charging, yeah. and the, the sort of steam starts coming out of his nostrils, and he takes this run up, and he went flying through both feet through the air. And Sooness looked up, leapt in the air, and that's why he avoided a broken leg. Mm. He signed him about a month later yes. for Rangers. You know. yeah. That tells you a lot about back Graham then, you could sort of That was a positive back then, you know. Yeah. Now, you know, you're not going to yeah. get away with it. Are you? No. Well, that Sooness was always buying players like that. So he loved that, didn't he? He bought loads of them at Liverpool. Yeah. But presumably they're going to go for a young centre-back. Because I think the other thing is... Yeah, I think the other thing is... Van der Ven's got this hamstring. You just don't know how long. He, he, he did have one before last year. Right. So you don't know whether he's good for the rest of the season if he comes back in, let's say, January, February. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think you need cover there. You need cover for a quick centre-back. Um, Phillips they brought in, haven't they, who's, who's one for the future. Yeah. But maybe they'll go for a ready-made... I mean, you know, you, uh, there are a few people who are sort of a little bit thought that letting Sanchez go uh, early on and just at the last bit hasty into the transfer window was that necessary because he if you remember he came on for Romero in the opening game of Brentford and did really well did well you know so you don't know that he might if he was around now he could be playing in that team doing okay I'm sure he would have played when they were playing okay. you know Emerson Royale and yeah. Davis as a, as a yeah. central defensive pair Lloyd yeah. Kelly is the one that we keep being linked with do you yeah. know much about him at Bournemouth I have to be I don't honest, see him. I don't know no, a lot about him but you know listen I know that they uh, they always like to buy proven Premier League players and you know players with a with a sort of English passport helps as well with the road, with the quota system. So it it wouldn't surprise me. Um, and you know it's a, it's always it's a cliche, but it's a difficult time to go and buy, buy players, top players in that in that window. So I wouldn't expect them to. But do you think Poster will be given the freedom to buy who he wants? Yeah. As opposed to the players being chosen by committee, inverted commas. I mean, he knows them, and there's a link with uh, Lang, with Lang. So, and they they kind of do know each other. 
yeah. they've worked together yeah. before because a lot of it's a city group link isn't it because Buster yeah. Cogley worked for Melbourne and he worked in Japan yeah, yeah. yeah Japan yeah. For, for the city group Lang worked for the city group and of course Scott Munn who is yes. who is the the, the head of football he, so they have a pre-existing relationship which hopefully means that they yeah they won't be at odds when they're choosing players and also the man who signs the checks the one that um, quite a few Spurs fans six months ago just yeah. couldn't wait to see leave the building yeah um He's had the he's had the massive reprieve because of Poster. Oh, totally, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so he will he must appreciate that now he's got a manager that you want to keep on side for the long term. Yeah, and but a team that's not far away from actually being a very very good team. But we've had teams that are not far away before, and he hasn't <laughs> he hasn't yeah, backed yeah. them, has he? We've yeah. had that. I mean, the Red Nat team, famously the famous, uh, yeah. you know. Nelson and he hasn't uh, Sahar. Anybody. Uh, but there's supposedly money there. I mean, I, I don't know how it works out, how they purport and stuff. But you know, Kane was sold late in the day. That that surely that, that some of that money is still sitting yeah. there. They they said that money would, had been set, spent earlier in the window anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a Sorry, we spent that already. They knew he was going. Obviously, yeah. they knew that was going. Yeah. So we, we've seen him before. We've seen Potch, you know, get very close and not quite be backed over the line. We've seen yeah. Redknapp get very close and not be backed over the line. So. This is a big test. I mean, it's different circumstances, different personnel, more money in the game, maybe more money in the club. The club seems to be flourishing and selling out every single game. We've got all this stuff coming up off the pitch, which is, seems to be going very well. So hopefully the money's there, but it's whether and, he can... And I don't think they're looking for sort of 70, massive, 80 yeah. million pound signings. No. It's not like, let's say, Liverpool when they realised they needed a, a top-class goalkeeper and a top-class yeah. centre-back and they bought... Uh, Allison and Van, uh, yeah. and Van Dyke, and, yeah. and that turned them into champions. Yeah. You know, and, and they won the Champions League and the, and the Premier League. Two massive signings for a lot of money. You know, it's not like that that's going to change Tottenham. It's about cha- uh, just having really strong backup yeah. of the right players. Yeah. And he obviously likes young players who buy into his system, a bit like mm. Potts did a few years ago. Yeah. So you're talking about buying promising players who are going to back up yeah. rather he, than straight into the And he's team. brought these new recruitment people in because yeah. now all the clubs, inc- very much including the big clubs, are looking at Brighton and Brentford, aren't they? And yeah. saying that's yeah. the way to recruit yeah. by, you know, cheap, by, by sh- through intelligence. break the bank. Yeah. yeah. And in a way, Van der Ben and Bissouma, not Bissouma, um Udogi, and Saar, players like that, are, part, are that sort of the, the sort of players that have come through at Brentford and Brighton. Players that were under the radar, no, none of us have heard of them. They've extended his on, contract today, Udogi. Yeah, Udogi's it? contract's been extended. Good job as well, because those, just those three, I mean, they are extraordinary. They're so good. I mean, they're just they're, they're top, top level. And you they can only get better. And they're you know, so young, they'll get better. Continuing yeah. to play with each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can see, Asar, I, I, I perhaps didn't give enough credit to as well yesterday yeah. but he makes Basuma better as well absolutely yeah. and he gets all over the pitch absolutely. and he allows yeah. you can, yeah. I mean I know they, they yeah. highlighted it on match of the day but he mm. got back he allows Porro to come inside yeah. because mm. he's a he's a was it Gordon who's you know everyone's talking about Gordon as, as, a, as a possible England player yeah. mm. he was away on the left Saar made up so much yeah. ground to go and dispossess him yeah. and then mm. take the mickey out of him and come back mm. because Porro as, as the right back has come so far inside. So it allows the system to work when you've got young, energetic, athletic, quick players. Mm-hmm. I totally, players. totally agree that Saar and Basuma together 
are brilliant. They're more than the sum of their parts. They're both brilliant individually, but together they're incredible. And that's why the African Nations is such a bummer. But anyway, before we talk about the next game, which, which we've got on Friday evening, let, let me just, uh, let's take a quick break. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For premium content, by the way, including a daily news show, ex-player interviews, and original documentary series on Spurs, go to patreon.com forward slash Spurs show and support our show in the process. There's loads of lovely Spurs show merchandise. There are new t-shirt designs, including a Postacoglu tribute, which may or may not involve a kangaroo, and a host of other eye-catching merchandise. Check it all out and be the envy of your friends. Our monthly London live shows, as everyone here knows, are up and running. We've had some really good ones recently. David House was great recently. Gary Mabbott, brilliant. Uh, It's a great time to sign up at season.spursshow.net. On January the 31st, we've got the return of Terry Nutty Naylor, who is always (laughs) fantastic value. Uh, we've got others to be confirmed for February. And then on March the 20th, we've got a Spurs show evening with Paul Gascoigne. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. We are so excited to get Gazza. We've been trying to get him. Let's hope he shows. <laughs> <laughs> for so many years, we've been trying to get Gazza. We're absolutely beside ourselves. Um, for individual show tickets, if you're not a season to go, then it'd be a great time to become one, given that news. But for individual show tickets, check out the link to the description of this podcast. Uh, in the description of this podcast and you can get Gaza tickets as Christmas presents for yourself and loved ones follow us on Facebook X Instagram and please leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts because that helps to spread the word the, just uh, the Gaza tickets I think we've sold over half of them now so if you are thinking about coming and listening at home whatever we want to get some extras here in the room I'd, I'd, I'd get them in the next few weeks yeah. I, I think Get them while you can. Yeah. Next Monday, we return with Ben Bowman, Sean Singleton, and Kat Lucas. Mm-hmm. And over Christmas, we will still be recording. And you can hear our next show with Paul and Clive Allen, the one we're, we're about to do here tonight, uh, as well as a special tribute show we're putting out together, putting together on Terry Venables. Mm. So that'll be available over the festive period. 
Gentlemen, <laughs> Nottingham Forest away. We're not going to talk about West Ham, are we? We're literally not going to bother. Have we got to talk about that? No, we haven't I talked about it. Know. All right, let's yeah, talk about West Ham. West Ham had 25%. It's your fault. 25% <laughs> possession they had. And they still managed to win. Uh, how happy were their little, their little faces of their fans? How are your brothers, Theo? Oh, your two brothers. Well, we, don't, we have a rule ah. because it used to end in fisticuffs years ago. So we don't, it's never said. Oh, There's no gloating. So no, you, you, you don't message each other, nothing? Nothing is really? said. Really? Nothing before. Wow. I mean, we nearly kicked off even quite recently. A couple really? of years ago, it nearly kicked off. When I, I'm quite mistakenly brought it up. I didn't even realise I'd done it. And, it, and you're yeah. almost grown men, aren't you? <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. My, this is why really? my mum had to ban Sabutio. It, get, it used to get. It was terrible. Anyway, their little faces, though, when they won West Ham, they couldn't believe it. They'd None hardly had the ball. It. They'd hardly had the ball. Both goals were comedy goals when they were like out of, out of the circus. The ricochets and the rebounds. I didn't see the game, but I, I saw, saw the goals. Oh. And I thought, ah, oh, West Ham. Uh, you know, they should pay their rent on their ground. I'm tired of being yeah. subsidised. Subsidised. As, as a taxpayer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, was, I was talking to Norman earlier and I said, uh, you know, all, all the positives about uh, Postacoglu's era this yeah. season and everything. And I said, but if you include Thursday night, we really have got our Spurs back. That, is, that was yeah. absolute yeah. classic. First top. half was the best I think we played this season. Yeah. First half, I thought we were fantastic. Mm. I mean, you know, this was the up. recurring theme, wasn't it? We were brilliant uh, against Aston Villa. Yeah. I think the XG, as they say, against Villa was higher than any of them. We, 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 I mean, they're the team that everyone's the real press darlings at the moment. Villa's everyone, oh, Villa, yeah. they're going to put in a title. We absolutely murdered them first yeah. half. Yeah. And then, and West Ham, we did the same. And Chelsea, of course, we did for half an hour. We yeah. absolutely tore them to pieces for half an hour. Barely it's a funny old league game. this season, though. You know, it's every week it's turning up results of me. You go, how did that happen? Yeah. You know, and given that context is the reason why I wasn't really disappointed that Spurs had gone through on the bounce without winning. And yeah. we played a lot of the big sides. Yeah. If you do think ahead of the season, think it's the most open Premier League season in years, mm-hmm. which if you look at the positions looks the points, like it, it yeah. looks like it. Yeah. We've played now all the major teams. We haven't played, you know, I wouldn't count United now. No, we but beat. We beat. Oh, yeah, of course mm-hmm. we did. Mm-hmm. So we've kind of, we're in a good position in that respect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, I mean, we played. If we buy well in, in well, the transfer window. But that's, that's again, the classic squad. Spurs, isn't it? We yeah. beat, you know, we've done well against the big sides. Yeah. Wolves, West Ham, yeah. you know, Villa, who weren't very good on the day and, you know, still aren't massively convincing, but they, mm. they've got a way of, of winning games. The yeah. thing is, we played well in pretty much every game. I mean, the Wolves game Wolves, was no. a, wasn't great, but we, that was the one where we were most hampered by injury. So we had, we had all sorts of uh, problems in that. And we still looked like we were going to win going into time added on, didn't we? And uh, so that way, well, but basically the, we the played well. The positive is, I think they'll, they'll learn from these. You know, Postacoglu, I think, will learn from that. Um, it's interesting that he's dropped Lo Celso, who scored a couple of goals. But there's there's something about Lo Celso's game which is maybe he gets caught in possession a little bit easily. He certainly did for one of the goals against Wolves when he was probably overplaying it a bit in midfield. He touched, I think he has that extra touch, which you look at his style. And he got caught. His movement, movement, movement. Yeah. He does slow things down slightly. There was one moment he got I caught, think in that style got of caught on the ball yesterday, and I think maybe you know now. Postacoglu sees what the players do and thinks, okay, well, 
maybe he's not one for me long term, you know. So that I mean that turned out to be a good decision to to change it yesterday. Yeah, I mean departures. We're talking about the January transfer window. One of the things that there's what we need, what we'd like, but also vacancies that might occur because of players moving on. But I mean they're talking about Barcelona wanting the Celso. And there've also been a lot of talk of Hoybier maybe leaving. So if Hoybier leaves and Basuma and Saroff in uh, the African nations, then we're really light in central midfield. With and, Bentancur and, not back for and a while. And Bentancur's yeah. not going to be back I, I don't think they'd sell a player in a, in a key position when they're, when they're going to be light, well, e- even for a couple of months. Unless they've got someone lined up. Mm. Unless they think there are available options and get the money and spend the money. I mean, I don't know if they're... I think if you're being smart, you, you wait until the end of the season. It's, it's a much better time to do your transfer business. So players like Hoiberg and, and Lo Celso... They keep them for I don't think I can't see any way they'll go... Well, mm. I don't think it would make sense to sell them this, win, mm. this January. Mm-hmm. Much more at the end of the season when he's had a full season under his belt. Mm. And you can see the progression of some of the young players coming in, you know... Don, Don Lee got his uh, debut, didn't he? And, uh, yeah, he's played and look, come on in the last two games. And... Um, Who's the other one I'm thinking of? Oh, um, Villiers. You know, they're thinking... They were thinking he'd be a player to start coming in the second half of the season. Really? Maybe he will. You know, mm. he may mm. not be needed that mm. much as a, as a sort of powerful centre-forward, good in the air and all of yeah. that. A very young player, isn't he? Yeah. I think so, those young players will yeah. step up. And I think so... So with all of that, they want to see a season worth of how they're developing and then, then look at next summer and say, again, with the new team in place... Mm let's see where we can afford to sell players and where we need to bring in. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing it in January doesn't make a lot of sense. Bringing in one or two reinforcements... We'll be FA Cup winners by then. <laughs> Love to hear it. Love to hear it. <laughs> Talking of winning the FA Cup, it's Nottingham Forest next. That's the last time we won the bloody thing. Yeah. It was against Forest. Yeah. You must have some memories of Tottenham Nottingham Forest clashes. Yeah, I've seen many clashes. Um, yeah. My first trip to... To Forest was in the 1971-72 season. Wow. Still got the the football classified um, with all the results on it that you used to get miraculously 20 minutes after the game. It was the pink paper, wasn't <laughs> it? Was it? And something like that. Midlands. Yeah, I've got pink a few. Paper. Managed yeah. to salvage a, a few of them, but um, yeah, Forest was always a a moody place to go. <laughs> let's say. <laughs> let's say, yeah. Um, but you know, we've had many good victories there. And I, you, you probably all recall the night we, we went up there in the FA Cup and it got snowed off. Yeah. The, the blizzard. Yeah. And you couldn't get in or out of Nottingham that night. Oh, madness. And we were all over them. Do you remember that? And then suddenly a blanket of snow came down yeah. and they called it off yeah. while the game was on. So I don't even think there was a second half. Yeah. Jerry Francis manager then, was it? I can't yeah. remember who was manager then. It was certainly... Uh, midnight, uh, early yeah, 90s. I, I think early Jerry 90s, was the manager yeah. because yeah. I was watching it. I was on. The, I was watching on the TV, and they had a little perspex dugout mm. on the edge of the pitch. But Jerry was sitting outside it, mm. and you know he had this lovely flowing long, long <laughs> which are now very yeah. great. I think you're yeah. probably um, right, but yeah. he he wouldn't go inside the dugout because he was the most superstitious manager in mm. the business. And that was one... They'd won the previous game where he sat outside the dugout. Right. So he wouldn't go back in. And the snow just came down and down and down. And he, he looked more like a snowman. <laughs> 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 on his 
And that was Jerry to a T. Yeah. yeah. So superstitious. I think that went wrong for us in the end, didn't it? They, replay, they played it again. Yeah. I think we drew and then lost a replay, if I remember. Do you remember yeah. losing a penalty shootout oh, in a replay? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like crossly sa- yeah. saving yeah. it, running the yeah. full length yeah. of White Hart Lane. Yeah. yeah. Never... I, I hated him for that. <laughs> I hated him for that. Hate's a strong word. It, it, it under, just, are, I mean, his manager's under... I mean, the fans all yeah, love the manager. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. The fans all love him, and I think if they lost to Wolves at the weekend, that was him gone. Yeah, because yeah, the owner's not sure. The, the but they're saying, like, trigger, they're, 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 But they're five points off to relegation, so you mm. think they're... Yeah, and they had a period safe. like this last season, and he nearly yeah. sacked him, and the yes. crowd really, really made it very yeah. clear they didn't want him gone, and they still love him because they know what he achieved. I yeah, mean, he took him from the relegation nowhere. zone. Absolutely, the he took him straight to into the Premier League. Yeah. And so, yeah. and they also know that this this owner, he keeps he just buys players. He's like a kid in a sweet shop. Mm. Mm. I mean, he just buys players, buys players, and says you know make it work and and it's tough for Cooper I think everybody rates him but they're they're going through a tough time and it'll be interesting that night they'll either get the crowd will will make it it's really a Friday difficult. night game isn't it Friday night the atmosphere which we which, you know, for atmosphere, it could be quite... Uh, mm. It could be... I mean, they do get the atmosphere going oh, yeah. there. So, I mean, last season, I remember us going there, and we got a result. But the mm. crowd, I mean, they really get going. And it could be tough from that point of view. But on the other hand, maybe their confidence is low. Maybe they'll feel the pressure. And, you know, I know it's a, it's a, it's a cliche again, but you get the early goal to quiet in the crowd. Yeah, that's and right. Spurs yeah. are good at getting the early goal. That's mm. what we do. You know, yeah. I mean, that's mm. the, the, that, you know, the last few games, even mm. the defeats... Yeah. Score first, yeah. Um, so that might help, you know, one or maybe two early on, and then and then it shuts the shuts the crowd up a bit, and that would help. Yeah, Brennan Johnson going back. He was very good again yesterday. Wasn't yeah, he, very he was. Good. He gets and, better every game, and they like him there. You know, yeah, they loved him. Yeah, there. so he, he's not mm. going to go back and get boos and no. whistles and all mm. that. You know, he he was a hugely popular player, and I think they all saw that. You know, it was it mm. wasn't a a bitter move that he went to Tottenham. Mm. It was a right. sort of step up for him. Yeah. So I don't think he'll get any grief going back. And obviously he'll want to do well. Yeah. Um, and he's getting, I think he's getting better and better. He's starting to look mm. like a really good Tottenham player, isn't he? Mm. Absolutely. But the real measure will be if he scores against them, how he celebrates. Yeah. Well, he probably- where, do you, where are you on that, Norman? I like him. Yeah, all that sort of new young breed of athletic, you know, footballers. I like him. I mean, even before we signed him, as I was saying to you earlier, I look at him and think he looks like a Tottenham player to me. I'd say that about a lot of players around think, you know, if I ruled the world, you'd be playing for Tottenham. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I think we'll win. I think we're going to win quite. Well, I mean, we should, on paper, we should be far too good for them, shouldn't we? Yeah. Given their league position, given the form they've been on, they haven't won for a while. We need to go on a good run again. I think but after we need that, to concentrate at the back. The Everton coming up. We've got Brighton before Everton, Everton at I think. home. No, yeah. I think it's Everton at home before Christmas. Brighton just after oh, Christmas yeah. away, right, right. which is then Bournemouth. potentially tough. Bournemouth at home. Yeah, but winnable. really, you look at those games and you and look Burnley at if, we, if we can play the way we've been playing... Mm. Well, yeah, the way we've been playing. I mean, we, we should get two or three wins at least out of those. I mean, maybe three, you know, we shouldn't maybe be losing ten, ten to any of those teams. We shouldn't be losing to any of those teams. No, we shouldn't lose. Even Brighton. I mean, I Brighton. mean Everton are playing well. Mm-hmm. Everton are playing well. Yeah, but um, they've got to come to to us. And again, we're, we're just on sheer quality. Mm-hmm. We should have too much for them, shouldn't we? Yeah. You would have thought. Mm-hmm. Does anything about Nottingham Forest worry you, Jerry? 
Um, well, it's nothing that worries me particularly, but it, it's, it's, it's more about Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really, you yeah, know, that's yeah. what worries me, is, yeah. is which Tottenham turn up. Um, yeah, you're right. On, on paper, they ought to win. Mm. And you sort of hope they've, they've learnt a few hard truths in the last few weeks, which are the games that you might expect to win. Mm. You don't, you know, Wolves and West Ham, particularly those two, maybe. Um, but yeah, as long as they show, and I think he's very good at keeping them grounded, as long as they show the sort of, you know, determination to go out. I think an Nothing early stays. strike from yeah, us. Early goal. The early goal. Will, which, we, will, will as we said, we tend to get. Yeah. We tend to go out and go out. Yeah. I'm just trying to look where they And we um, can defend Has Aurier been that. playing for them? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's regular, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, was, he captained them a few times last yeah. season, which is an, an extraordinary thought, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm still slightly mystified why we let Aurier go for, for not actually... More or less paid him to go away. <laughs> well, didn't we? We cancelled his contract and said, look, you, you know, we, we're basically asking you to leave here some money. And now he's playing regularly in the Premier League. Does he, he, was, he wasn't good he enough. He wasn't great. No, he wasn't tough. But he, normally you expect to sell a player like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, they did given, it with given where he's ended they, up. They did it with Doherty. And well. they did it with Doherty as yeah. well. It does seem odd. They both ended up playing in the Premier League. Yeah, but he, otherwise you end up in a situation like maybe Chelsea have been recently where you, mm. you've just got a lot of players who aren't good enough to make the first team and they're, and they're sitting around, you know... Drawing top. wage. Yeah, drawing <laughs> wage. Yeah. Well, before we, before we talk about predictions for Nottingham Forest, you've mentioned Chelsea. I do think... But should we just have two minutes sure. on Pochettino and Chelsea? Mm. Norman, what do you think? Uh, I'm over um, Pochettino. Yeah. Um, it took a long time. Yeah. Um, and during his first uh, one or two opening games... There was a little bit of sympathy there. But I think my hatred of Chelsea yeah. <laughs> over... Uh, has jumped in. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> Agent Potch. Yeah. Um, but if they give him time there, he will sort them out, I think. He doesn't look happy there, does he? No, he's no. not. You he's see Tottenham. him. He, does, he doesn't have that glint in the eye. He looks yeah. like the, yeah. he's but got the troubles with his world his shoulder, which he does. I don't think managers... It looks yeah. like the most horrible place to work. Yeah. It's, it's a dysfunctional club yeah. on yeah. several yeah. levels. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you could, have, you could have Pep Guardiola going in there, mm, and yeah. I still don't think they'd be yeah. a winning machine. Yeah, um, yeah I, think there's, I think there's a lot of work to be done there. I thought he'd get it right eventually. Yeah, um, I think so too. But I don't think they'd be quite as bad as they are now. Yeah. I, I, I thought by now they'd start, start to get to. on a bit of a run. Yeah. When you think of the great players that Chelsea have had in their, you know, in their pomp, yeah. amazing players, you think, oh, and we never really looked like under Poch that we'd beat them. You know, it was just always against us. If you remember those games, especially at Stamford Bridge and the Battle of the Bridge, yeah, I was there that, that, that night mm, with yeah. my restricted view ticket. <laughs> uh, but, Still cross about that. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Had to pay full price for that. Um, I hope he gets it right. It's a little bit of me that will always have a little bit... Something I hope he gets it right, but not at Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, but maybe that's the thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, right. and just talking of old managers, yeah. yesterday at half-time, as we were leaving the press box going down, um, David Pleat was going down. Who was oh, right. On, on the show not that long ago, yeah, of course, yeah. you know, and fantastic Tottenham man. I mean, yeah, yeah. The club and, he, and, yeah. and um, Birkinshaw was there yeah, as well. The general, yeah, the general Birkinshaw was there too, yeah. And yeah. David was there. And uh, I said, what do you think, David? He said, 
I love the way this team are playing. Yeah. I just love watching this team. So, yeah. you know, you got an endorsement by a man who, who created one of the most successful yeah. and entertaining teams, yeah. in, in, mm. certainly in recent years. Which we'll be talking yeah. about shortly. Yeah. Over, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Clive and Paul both and of course, in that extraordinary side. Yeah. He was a Forest man. He played at Forest, didn't he? So yes. he, he always had that attachment to Forest. So True. I'm sure he'll be watching that game with interest as well. No doubt about it. Let's make some predictions. Let's make fools of ourselves. Mm. With uh, rash predictions for the score. <laughs> Jerry first. Well, 2-1 is what I said for the Villa game. It went the other way. 2-1 um, is, is the most common score in football. I'll go 4-1 Spurs. <laughs> Norman? I'll go 2-1 Spurs. Okay, Mike? 5-1 Spurs. Oh, no, he's done it. I've, I've done it again. Oh, done no. It again. Oh, no. All right, I'm going to say 3-0 okay. to Tottenham. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Norman, Jerry, Mike, thank you all very, very, very much. I've enjoyed this a lot. Uh, stick around, guys, because soon on this very stage, we're going to see Paul and Clivey Allen. But for now, thank you very much. All that we need to say is, come on, you Spurs! <laughs> If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.